If there's five words on one page that you don't know, you punch the book and you put it back. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 160. I am Jason Fitzgerald with Randy James. No, don't like it. What was it? Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 160 with Jason Fitzgerald and Randy. That is what it was. That's off. That seems like something's missing. 160? I got it, though. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Aren't you reading it? Yeah, but I dropped off the colorful part. I'm using quotes. Oh, no, we are. Right. Do you want to do it again? Uh, nah, that'll work. Okay. I did it twice. Because you, you, you always leave them all in anyways. This is going to be like three <laughs> times. <laughs> Not always our Jack, things. Jason Fitzgerald and Randy James. It's a lovely yeah, Tuesday. Uh, we have a lot of rain. Ugh, nor'easter they call it. Let's talk about talk about the weather. Remember I was when, watching, uh, you know, one of those fun social media videos about how talking about the weather is now not small talk anymore because somebody always freaks out about uh, global warming and whatnot. Ugh, come on! I hate that when the weather. Conversa- it, was a, it was a it was a joke video. Oh, I mean, I, oh. I, I hate weather conversations myself, but it was you know they had these funny. Somebody be like, really nice sunny day today, isn't it? And, you know, 74 and... Yeah, well, penguins are dying. March. <laughs> it's just great that the polar ice caps are melting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all true, but still, you can enjoy a nice warm day. Not much you can do. Do you know that many... Actually, the majority, I believe, the majority of type of penguins... Yeah, this is true. The majority of penguins do not live where it's cold. Sure. So we're helping them. Uh, well, well, except for the four species that do live where it's cold, I think, yeah, I'm going to go for a drive after this show is over. Put it just, in- just drive to get gas and then drive some more? Yeah, drive, yeah, get gas. That kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, that used to be, when we were kids, that used to be a thing, right? Let's go for a Sunday drive. Right. Let's put uh, Let's put 25 gallons in the car and burn it all. Yeah. No, it's not. No, no. I mean, I'm not sad. I'm um, against it myself. But you got to do what you got to do. People have to get places, I suppose. We don't have to get all into that. So, anyway, what's on your agenda? My mm-hmm. agenda. I have uh, very little in the in the show note department today. I've been uh, running around tonight. I had. I came home. Then we had a, a Cub Scout recruitment night or information night slash sign up for initiate next year's scouting uh, where people come that would want to join scouts it's information I had at the library and then I went right from there over to the PTO meeting and then I came here so it's like I don't even have a family mm-hmm. no I hear you you start over committing yourself and then you don't see your own family anymore yeah. I'm doing similar things I didn't have 10 meetings tonight but I had one before work this morning yeah and uh, well now, all I'm doing besides that really is soccer coaching and another committee. But that's <laughs> not a big deal. Committee. Yeah. We try to squeeze them in. I get them on the weekends. The kids, yeah. So, I know. Yeah. Speaking of which. Yeah. So there's a new thing going on in our house. Hold. Okay. And some people will be, you know, disgruntled at me for bringing it up as if it's a thing. Because perhaps both of their, both, both parents, both caregivers both partners are already fully employed in order to make ends meet. Uh, my wife uh, is a is a stay at home mom, 
she works very hard to to run the household. Uh, well, she has found a job that she wants. You know, it's like her quote unquote dream job. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's what she was like sort of trained for. It's her whole background. Um, and so we're, we're we're trying to work this out. And it's a big challenge because uh, all this this freedom that I've had to rely on her to just be available for everything that I don't feel like doing yeah, is going to be yanked out from underneath me. And <laughs> now all of a sudden I'm going to have to start pulling my own weight. You might have to mow the lawn. I'm, well, we don't really have a lawn, so it's fine. You may have to shovel the driveway. Right. I might have to shovel the driveway. Yeah. I'm not ready for this. So we're discussing it. It may be part-time. You know, then we have to figure out what to do with the kids in the summer. But she forgot about that. It was completely, it was, it was hilarious. She's working through it in her head. Oh, we can do this. We can do that. Oh, wait, the kids aren't in school in the summer, right? Well, that's sort of weird. It dawns on you. So we got to pay for summer camp so that she can work at a job with <laughs> the whole and i get it right this cycle is people get stuck in this and i i feel for you right it's like we got this house the mortgage is really high it's just high enough where we can't afford it unless both of us work mm-hmm. but when we both work all of a sudden now we have to put both kids in daycare and the daycare costs just a much just about as much as i make but not quite as much to wipe out the entire paycheck so we can still pay the mortgage but we still both have to work and it's like you're just kind of Right on the hairy edge there. Yeah, you're living the American dream. That's what that's called. <laughs> that is called the American dream. So the good news is this for her, this job is a, a passion, right? A it's passion? A passion. That's a heavy yeah, word no, right well, there. No, I mean, she's not becoming a sex worker. That's uh, true. I didn't mean... Mm. <laughs> it's not that kind of passion. She's a, a preservation carpenter, or maybe restoration. I, I always forget which word it is. And she found... A, a we 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 live in New England. Near us, there's uh, some park services where they maintain many of these historic homes. Uh, I should know more about this, but she's going to get to work for that park service, doing the restoration work, which is perfect. Like Noah, it's it's kind of bizarre. They keep the houses. They they yeah. kind of keep them old looking. No one's really allowed in them ever. Right. Uh, but there they are. And, that's, uh, it's a weird. That, it's it's a weird when you start thinking about that whole mentality. Like we have to keep this place that somebody lived in right. the way that it was when they lived in it. I'm like, well, for nobody to live in, what? Just burn it down and put a strip mall in. <laughs> Walmart. Um, those are tricky conversations with with, with a person who you're married to and their job. I'm is not to... for the Walmart or the strip mall, but it is. Well, it's sort of a it, weird mentality, like. We've had that discussion on occasion where, you know, where there was actually a, a very old uh, farmhouse with large barn that she had her eye on. You know, she wants to buy everything and fix it. Yep. And we'd drive by it or we'd bike by it all the time mostly. And she, oh, we have to get that. I love that place. It needs to be restored. And one day we, we were biking by and it had been uh, completely demolished. Oh, to, no. To, to make way for um, low-income housing. Oh. And – you know, it upset her a lot. I'm like, well, come on. What do you, you know, what do you want to do? There's only so much land, right? Unless some rich person comes in here and buys this up on a whim because they like this fancy old stuff. Uh, there's not much you can do about this. Where are you going to get the funding, right? You got to get a part. You okay over there? You all right? Yeah, there's. You uh, just drinking random things that are on yeah, your desk? No, I brought it, but it's not. 
it's it's not good. You gotta be careful. <laughs> this Don't iced tea is turned. The iced tea is turned. I t- okay. poured it out of the fridge. And there's <laughs> Did something, you put the lemon and the milk? There's in? something in it. No, I don't put milk in it. I think there's yeah, a fly in it, and I think it's cheese. I think it's turned. I'm not drinking it fast enough. Okay, uh, it's neither here nor there. This is terrible, 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 ter- terrible, radio. terrible iced tea. Terrible so, iced tea. Um, so she's gonna go back to work. Okay, we're gonna be. Um, uh, we're gonna. Well, not Dinks, because we have kids. Uh, is there an acronym for that? Those I dislike uh, those people a lot. What? To be honest, Dinks. Dinks. Oh, we. I used to be that. The dual income, that no was kids. Amazing. Yeah. It, was awesome. it, it is. You just you lose track driving around in your your two BMWs, sort yeah. of waving at each other from. Right. That's right. Out the window. I just call her from my gold plated headset. <laughs> Hey, how's right. your gold-plated headset? I think I might get a platinum one today. This gold one is passe. No, uh, <laughs> we did pretty good, actually. You know what? You know what? The hardest thing is to say we did good with our savings. We saved quite a bit of money when we were that way. But now, my mentality—we never really t- like changed any of our like mm-hmm. allocations. But she doesn't work anymore, and. Frankly, I can't keep putting away the same amount of money anymore. So no. we find ourselves getting ourselves in not financial trouble because I said we just said we have a lot of savings. Savings are savings. But yeah. we get low on cash. And we're like, hmm. And then I get I get really like almost angry when I'm like, you're gonna take money out of savings. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I feel like I've I've lost, but I can't. Skin of my teeth. I paid the bills yesterday. <laughs> yeah, three hundred dollars left in the account. Uh, there you go. Nice. We nice. had some very, very large bills. Yeah. I wiped out our checking and savings accounts. Yeah. Paying these things off. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, $300, you're going to broke. There's plenty in the there's savings. There's investment accounts and whatnot. We're yeah. old, right? If you're yeah. if you're as old as us, you should be in this position, right? Well, I mean, we're halfway through our career, really, if you think about it. Right, right, right. right. I mean, I, I, early 20s, when you're sort of... Yeah. You're spending every dime on rent and making dumb decisions about where you live. Yeah. Okay. Cars, fine. toys, cars, gold, yeah. platinum headsets, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Do better. Put more away. Yeah. Get some, build up a, build up the emergency fund. Right. Get some savings going. No matter how much it hurts, eat some ramen noodles for a while. You'll be fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's tight. It's real tight. Don't want to yank out of that savings. No. I was kind of proud of myself. Like, whew, squeak through that one. Yeah. I left some of the medical bills behind. I usually leave those until I speak with the insurance Yeah, company. the other problem is I don't even do, like, bills anymore now. It's just all auto and I don't know. We've lost – I've lost a little – I've lost a little track of it. It's part of one of those is things. your wife doing so it? so complicated. No, she, well, she pays the bills so that they don't get late and then I, I'm supposed to process a budget, but I never really get around to it in its entirety. And I do it in batch processing every couple of – for every few months, really, not – and – uh so we we never get like a good macro view of what what's going on. Oh yeah, the macro view. And yeah, then all of a sudden of it's like, what happened? How come we have no cash? I just took you know we just did all this, and it's like, oh yeah, that that that, and it all adds up. We got like, a little oh, bit yeah. too spendy. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah, it's easy to start ramping up your lifestyle. Hmm. Anywho, and all of your Amazon charges just uh, go through. Well, the roof. that that is part of it. I mean, it's uh. You just get – it's so easy to spend money now. Like I was mm-hmm. – there was something else – like something that I would use but I didn't really need and I forget what it was. 
uh, I don't know what it was, but I was like, you know what? I can just like put it on Amazon. I'll have it by Friday and right. goof around with it on the weekend. And then and you're like, quantity? Well, I might as well get three. Yeah, right. Yeah. Save on shipping. What? I just ordered $75 worth of battery packs. No joke. Yeah. From China to replace the uh, the battery packs on the lights on my bikes. And I, I did that exact thing. I said, oh, I need to replace one of the packs. It's dying. So I ordered four cells. They're really like high-end cells. I didn't need to get the high-end cells. They were 25 bucks. When I was checking out, I'm like, well, the other ones are going to die soon. I just clicked it, bumped it up to three. 75 bucks on batteries. Yeah. Yeah. For that's, lights. That's, that's It's exactly. That's one of those things. And then you yeah, the, the, I'll the, use them. The but, shopping uh, cart thing is, is terrible. It's like, uh. Wait, if I spend another $5, I mm-hmm. get free, free shipping, shipping. And then it's like, all right, well, it makes sense to spend 10 And then you're like, eh, I don't know. They nickel and dime you. They get you. They get you. <laughs> this is the American dream, right? Oh, man. It's, it's bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, So all that stems from your wife getting a job, which is- It does. Now we have more money to spend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of it doesn't work that way. Well, we'll see. We actually have no idea how much she's going to be paid. So it's likely we will Wait, spend more. But she's definitely more. doing this, though? Oh, yeah. She's into it. Yeah. Get ready, though, man. I will tell you this. Your scheduling conflict, your scheduling complexity will Mm -hmm. go through the roof. Well, the good news is she gets to pick her own hours. Yeah, but there will- she gets to pick her own schedule. She doesn't have to work 40 hours. So, she gets to do- It's going to be like a four-day week, maybe like a six-hour day. Oh, well. (laughs) That's good. But there yeah. will be things like you had a well, meeting this things, morning, yeah. and there'll be other meetings. Like I, my wife has to have a meeting for right. the registration thing next yeah, week. Yeah, there'll so be things. Like, mm. I don't mind doing, you know, drop off one day, pick up another yeah. day. We can we can day. work that yeah. out. Yeah. No, it's good though. That's good for her. You know, when and the timing's pretty close to right because you know Molly's going to be in kindergarten next kindergarten, year. Kindergarten, yeah. so that's that's uh that works out well. The summer is going to be tricky, but yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, I have a book for you, and it's in my bag, and I keep forgetting to give it to you at work. So. Buenos noches. Yeah. I was doing uh, my uh, Duolingo tonight. Okay. While my son was reading know, a bedtime back. story to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I gotta keep brushing up. I, she's interested. Molly is interested in the Spanish. We were chatting over dinner. Uh, she's. I think she'll be good. She's a good listener. She likes to enunciate words. Uh, it might mix her up doing two languages at first, but uh, I, I think if we can keep her her interest peaked, yeah, she'll get right onto that. That's right. gonna be awesome. There's a Spanish summer camp preschool we can send them to as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> nice. I'm serious. Spanish. It's, it's for the to get them ready for this yeah, kindergarten good. thing. You know, That's so. good. So they'll get used to it. Um. Yeah. Maybe we, we can make it work. We'll see. I mean, if it if it turns out to be like, and it's 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 her passion, like I said, so I yeah. can't say no. Uh, hopefully, whatever she makes will balance what we have to pay to put the kids in summer camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we probably would have put them in camp anyway, at least some of the camps, right? Uh, so that's okay, but yeah. At least, like I said, then I can at least start taking the um, dependent care deduction because you don't you only get that if both parents are working. It drives me bonkers. <laughs> That's right. Drives me bonkers. And then once it, once you're eligible for it, it's so weird what you are eligible for. Like any yeah. any camp, you're just like, all right, you're going to camp after school program. Sure, <laughs> sure, why? Not? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, um, it's not huge, but it's something. Yeah, it's something. Hey, anything. Um, what else? 
Um, I don't have Roman a lot to bring to the show. Can't get in the Lego. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> well, we had an email, but yeah, so I stumbled on this before the show. That was hilarious. I think it has come up before. There's apparently, and this, this, the one I was reading about was the new Legoland, which is where is it? Where it was where? in? Uh, is it in like Australia? Yeah, Australia. England? Yeah, yeah. So in Melbourne, there's like, uh, and they they focus on the men because apparently it's all grown men, not grown women. But there's a uh, grown men that enjoy their Lego, and Lego Land has a policy that uh, you can only get in if you're accompanying accompanying a child. Mm-hmm. So they won't let in these these adults by themselves, and the adults are furious. Yeah, I'm trying. Claiming, to, I'm trying to quick read the article here, but go claiming on. their their human rights have been violated, which is which is fascinating and misplaced. But um, and then and, and you know they they mentioned the article a little bit. They're trying to accommodate them and have a uh, an adult night like once a month. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I can't, I don't see that in the article. It's right in the middle. Not not enough, they say. Too too little just to satiate our needs. The Guardian, okay, yeah, the Guardian. I guess that's a, that's that newspaper or um, quotes that mm-hmm. news, whatever. Uh, the same restriction applies at playgrounds of all others, all seventeen other Lego <laughs> Discovery centers around the. This is not an uncommon thing. I'm trying to think <laughs> the other place where I know of it. Uh, uh, there's another children's place where you need to have a kid with you. Oh, you know what? I think it's Storyland up in New Hampshire. Probably, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, any but, any any kid attraction, you but yeah, have but to. the Legolands they have. Oh yeah, it's promising to have a monthly adult night, but the grieved say that's not enough. Oh, uh, not enough. See, this is yeah. the thing. This is we, I kind of hinted at, at it. There's uh, an I think we've right. gone too. Yeah, we've gone. <laughs> we go too far on this stuff to cater morons. <laughs> Like this, these, uh, well, it's a kind of a sweeping generalization, but yes, there's a weird, there's some weird entitlement going on. Here. Yeah. Like you made something and I have a right to it. That's just not true. Right. This is a, uh, you know, I, I suppose I shouldn't dismiss it out of hand because we talked about the cake baking and the wedding people and the oh boy. gays and all that stuff. Uh, on the right? show, it, did it, we? Did we? I think we did on the show. And uh, whether or not they, they so. it's valid to deny someone access to your goods and services based on your feelings towards them, right? Um, <sighs> yeah. Is and it, this is a similar thing. Like we don't let adults in because you could be a risk without your children. Um. Uh, yeah, that is true. I mean, so okay, it could be a risk without their children. I, well, they don't say the reason why, but I'm guessing it's just simply because. I mean, this is closer yeah. to. I, I would say it's more closer to the bathroom thing than it is to the cake thing. Um, okay, the bathroom thing with the men in the women's bathroom and vice versa. <laughs> well, they're women, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> so but these but, aren't men pretending to be children. These are actual. Well. They're adults Men. pretending to be children. No, they're adults who enjoy Lego. Yeah, but they're adults consuming a thing uh, that's geared towards children. That's, yeah, built and geared towards children. It's not like well, are you so, so? Are you suggest? Well, okay, but they okay. Mm. So you want to debate this? No, Wh- I'm, which side I'm do you want to really, be on? I don't know which side I'm on. I, it's not a debate. I'm trying to see it from both sides to empathize. So okay. these dudes really want to get in because they love. They love Lego. 
And you know, if you've been to a Legoland, there's some pretty cool structures in there. I mean, the, the have you been the to people one? who what have you been to one? The one in uh, Cambridge, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Well, I think that I'm my assumption is that this Legoland in uh, Australia is much bigger than that. Well, that's even more reason why they would want to get in, right? Because I understand the one in Orlando is like you know impressive. Like, yeah, there's impressive stuff there. But well, go on. So that's that's more okay. to the argument in their favor. Okay, so I'm just trying to get all the, put all the cards the, on the table here. Yeah. yeah, in the in the one that we have, there's some impressive stuff. Now there's a whole Actually. play area for the children that maybe it's like we don't need to go in there. But the structures that are being built by these professional builders in their little rooms and they you know they need to uh, dig into. So, yeah, um, how neat. Once a month need. I, I think, yeah, once a month need is, <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> I think once once a month should be fine. Yeah. I think the real question is, though, is it okay for this for this private, uh, pra- what do you call it, business? For this private business. I think you know where I land on this. Yeah. To say you're not allowed in because you're just not allowed in. So yeah. they're essentially discriminating. Yeah. By age. And age discrimination is illegal. So that's weird. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. Okay. This is Australia. I don't know about the U.S., but the U.S. Well, has the, ones the, in the same U.S. Rules. in the same yeah. way, right? Yeah. And I don't know of any – this is – I I can't even like – this this kind of thing I just don't even like talking about because I'm just like, this is a common sense thing. These are grown adults should be able to take the cherries <laughs> on the ice cream without flipping out. I'm sorry. Be able to go in Legoland without <laughs> – it wasn't my ice cream. I don't know what the problem is. I know. Kids flipping I know. I know. Moving I know. Mic everywhere but I just now. like, I, well, because I get agitated at this. I'm just like, dude, just go on the second Thursday of the month. and Yeah, I, I think that's great. The fact that they made a concession to say, yeah, yeah we're going to make an adult night because we want to keep the kids safe. Yeah. From your yeah. ridiculously huge man bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's just like, as a parent with kids, it's just a peace of mind. To me, to be able to be there and be like, okay, I don't need to deal with this extra crowds of adults doing getting in the way, and and yeah, that would be more of the concern to me. There's just these, yeah, there's seventeen huge dudes that came in, yeah, because they like Lego. I I'm not I'm not even first and foremost. I'm not thinking about them like trying to molest my kids or anything like that. They're just. It's like, what are you doing here? This is for the kids. Uh, right? Yeah, right. There's too many little kids running around. You're in their way. Like the one in Cambridge is not that big. Like there's just yeah. not that much area there. No. Uh, yeah, and then and then and then it's not a human's rights issue. That's no, what it's I'm not just a human like, rights. You've jumped the shark completely. I'm done talking. <laughs> you. We're never going to get anywhere on this. You you want to come at me with human rights? Then then this is you're you're not somebody that's going to be able to make any progress with having an intelligent debate with. So we are creeping into uh, human rights includes like internet access and stuff now. I think that's a thing. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, like, it's, you know, it's gone from clean drinking water. Shelter. Uh, I don't know. Food. Shelter, access to food. To internet access. To internet access. <laughs> yeah, well, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the schools have to account for that because it's sort of, uh, and this is, this is a real thing that I see is that, you know, when a kid has access to the internet or a kid doesn't have access to the kid with the access to all the information of humanity is going to be in advance, you know, is going to be able to, well, what we've been over this, you're rolling eyes, your, your eyes at this. What? Well, crippled in some way. Hey kids, how do you think we can do this? I don't know. I mean, I'd tell you to put your phone down and talk to me, but 
that's the way you could answer. And they still don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. This is sort of interesting. And I, and I do have a sort of an anecdote from this week. Uh, my, we, this last weekend, we went to the RC track radio control car and we brought our cars and my, my son's car and my daughter's car and my, um, my Other son's daughter's friend, car. My, they both have cars and my okay. son's friend has a car. Now, in order of like, my friend's car, my son's friend's car, let's call him, I don't know, Nathaniel. Nathaniel's car is, uh, better than my son's car and oh, better boy. than my daughter's car. My son probably has the worst car of the three. Um, but it well, was, what are the qualities we're judging this car on? Okay. So my daughter, so it was on a racetrack. So my Speed. son's is the weakest. It's the slowest and it's two wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So, uh, his battery lasts much longer than the other two, which was uh-huh. like my, my daughter, like twice as long as my daughter's. Uh, and my daughter's is all wheel drive. So it handled better on the track because it just handles better. Um, mm-hmm. So those two qualities. Now the battery life, like he, he doesn't care about, right? Like no. I couldn't convince him. Like, listen, you haven't changed your battery. She's not driving hers because the battery's charging again. So that's something to consider. He, but I jumped, I jumped ahead there. Uh, he was upset because his car wasn't as fast enough, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and his birthday's coming up, and I have to tell my remind my wife not to listen to this. She listens to these shows sometimes uh, audibly, out loud. Out yeah. Loud, yeah, this and is I, a good time to remind her. Yeah. Turn the show off now. No, I have to go. I have to tell her. Uh, I, and we've bought him some upgrades for his car, a faster motor. Now he's going to find out when he puts this motor in, and the car's faster that it's going to break a lot easier because he's going to because he's not any better driver. He's still going to drive into things, and instead of the car going 15 miles an hour, it's going to be going 25 miles an hour, and so it's going to break faster. But I was like, well, what do you think you need to do to get – like, why do you think the car is – behaves the way it is? It's not faster. Mm-hmm. Or what do you need to do to get it faster? Oh, I don't know. I'm like, uh-huh. a same, so I'm like you have access – to the internet and all of, you know, humanity's knowledge about RC cars. You could figure out what it would take to get faster. And he's like, all right, yeah, fine, whatever. And, uh, and then I, he goes, use the computer. I'm like, what are you doing? He's My- watching videos of dead bodies again. No, yeah. Minecraft, Roblox. <laughs> he's playing games. All he does is play games on the thing. I'm like, Jay. So you know what I did? I grabbed, I, I had a printout for uh, gear ratios and kind of, ex- it, it basically explains how the pinion gear to, turns into rollout, like the motor turns into the rollout yeah. and how far the the car goes, how fast the car goes. And I had this printout and I had an old, like a, it's a terrible book actually. I found two printout, two typos on the first page I was reading it. Uh, but it's a book about RC cars and, and there's a chapter on electric motors and how they relate to speed basically. And so I handed him the book and the printout and I was like, here, if you can read this, you start here, like do some research on this and figure out how to make it faster. I wanted him to arrive at the fact that, oh, if I change the pinion gear, I'm going to have a not as quick a car, but it's going to be have a faster top end. But he hasn't arrived at that yet. But I'm not giving him the answer. Uh, I'm making him do the research on it. Well, this all stems back from you you laughing at having access to the internet and all that stuff. Sure. Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's okay. He can research that. You could give him some little blocks with those gears and connect them together and he can. Yeah. Right. Work and, it out tactically. Yeah. And I, I mean, he has a bicycle with gears. So mm-hmm. this weekend when we're out on him, we'll be like, okay, 
think about your RC car and think about the gearing and think about, you know, and, and the same thing, your chain ring, your front chain ring and whatever you call the rear the cog. I don't, I don't know which is which, but who knows? Yeah. You know, bike man, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at me the front's a chain ring right they're all gears, gears. gears i don't know rings and sprockets we'll yeah. call them cassettes yeah that's what it's called yeah the, cassette. the rear cassette right the front uh rings i usually call the front rings and the rear is a cassette <clears throat> but it's also Doesn't... simpler because there's no i mean the rc cars have like four or five gears in them right and the uh the bike has do? two wait you have multiple gears well the pinion gear will talk we'll talk to the uh well, they're connected. Spur gear, which then has an idler gear, which then connects to the um, transmission, or whatever they call the the, the, dr- differential. the dr- differential, right? The differential, and then the differential connects to the tires, which are actually a gear, also when you think about it. Oh, sure. So, sort of. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, they're not right. shaped like a gear. They're not shaped like a gear, but they're round. <laughs> like, a, I mean, when you when you when you're doing all this, right? You, but but there there's four gears right there in the bike. The the idler gear, which I realize i was like what does an idler gear what's the point of it do you know um no is it, this the clutch no it, no it changes the direction of the of the the a gear so if if you had two gears meshing one's going to turn the other and it's going to be backwards right oh i so see you change, you change the idler gear yeah. so it changes the and but you, that, i'm not picturing where it would be sure so, yeah. so you just jam an extra gear in there just to reverse it yeah, yeah. reverse okay. it right um, or to cover a gap or something, yeah. Well, right, but uh, yeah, but it but it reverses it. Now the bike doesn't has the different number of gears, so it's it's a little easier to to visualize. Also, you can be like, okay, so you have your your gears are about the same size. Now mm-hmm. you have your your gear ratios one to one, and you have this sort of experience this sort of experience with the torque versus power versus speed, right? Okay, now make this this big. You know, if you consider the front ring the pinion gear, you're adding more teeth to the pinion gear. You have to put more energy into it, but you can go faster, but you can't go as quick, right? So it's, it's, Should, I don't know what quick means. That's a weird one. Like you have torque? less torque. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, acceleration I speed. Okay. Wheelies. Uh, all those words he's not going to get. Well, no. Oomph. Well, that, that yeah. was the thing. He, he did read it and I'm like, so did you read that chapter? And he's like, yeah, there's a lot of words I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like radio. I'm like, radio. What? Oh, you Ra- mean ratio? ratio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Radio. Radio. Yeah. Remember what the librarian says? You count off the words you don't know on your hand, and as soon as you have a closed fist, you punch the book and you put it away. <laughs> what? What librarian is that? If there's five words on one page that you don't know, really? you punch the book and you put it back. Is that true? Yeah. What? That's what the librarian told me. <laughs> I was like, whoa. It's a bit aggressive for uh, some of the goods. I mean, you mean like snap the spine and <laughs> punch set it on book. fire kind of stuff? No, you just punch the book, yeah. Because you make a closed fist. You count down from five. Five words. I guess if you count up, then you're slapping the book. So That's funny. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find that. Uh, I can't find go that on the internet. Punch the book. So I, I had a uh, – while you're searching the internet. I'm done. For <laughs> We had – Sports ball day this weekend. So our town does, um, and it was a big dad moment that happened. Okay. And I, I, I lost my moment to shine. The What? So we have big, we, I'll tell you, we have we have an opening day. They call it opening day because people that like baseball, they love baseball. They're totally insane. In a good way. I caught myself on that one. Uh, <laughs> so the whole town gets together for this, right? For the little league, the big leagues, whatever you want to call it. They, they do a parade. Like, they make the kids walk, like, two miles around the whole town. They loop the whole town. They end at the track. 
and then they do exhibition games. They do this big announcement. Wally was there. It's insane. Like, you know, Wally, the Red Sox guy, big green yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. There was a Wally there. I don't know if it was the Wally, but it looked like the Wally. Uh, like hundreds of kids. Everybody's playing t ball and baseball. So they do the announcements. They do these exhibition games, and um, so we're hanging out, right? My daughter's getting <laughs> waiting for her game. She's playing t ball as well. All the kids love to play in the long jump sand pits because it's like a giant sandbox. Okay. And uh, the track's sort of behind one of the baseball fields. So there's some kids playing in the sandbox. I'm sitting on the ground. And I hear this, uh, you know, heads up, watch out. Because on the field, someone had foul tipped a ball over the fence, right? They basically clipped it with their bat and it went straight up and over the fence. And it's spinning like crazy. Right, because they really whiffed under it. You know what I mean? You can imagine this. So it went straight backwards over the fence. And I mean, you know, I hear this stuff, and you know me, I'm safety dad, super dad to the rescue, right? I'm on my feet instantly, ready to rock it over there and catch this ball. Wait, it's a foul ball, it's going straight back. It's going straight back. It's going right towards these kids that are sitting in the sandbox. Please like, return all foul balls to the concession stand. Thank you. Like easily thirty uh, yards back from the cage. You guys it's, didn't have that? Flying. No. You don't know that reference? Uh, No. Oh, man. All right. Go ahead. I'll explain Uh, that after. Okay. Ferris Bueller? No. No, no, no. So I'm I'm about to rock it over there. You know, I'm like, I'm like ready. I'm up. My legs are pumped, right? I'm spring loaded. Yeah. And I just, I I let it go. I let it down. I said, oh, that's cool. That guy's getting it. Another dad standing (gasps) right there. Oh, no. He's, he's got his arm up in the air. He's getting ready to catch it. He's coming, balls coming down. He misses it. Oh. Ball hits the ground, and it's spinning so hard, it rockets straight into the face of this girl that's sitting in the Oh, my box. goodness. Really? Yeah. I'm standing there looking at the dude with my arms up like, what? You have like, failed us. Had I known you were going to screw that up so badly, I would have come over and caught it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's... What? <laughs> Do your duty, man. What is like? Throw your body behind that thing. What is going on with you? Stay in front of it, man. You got double sessions this week. I hope you have him out in the practice field. Unbelievable. Keep it in front of you. The worst display of super dadism. Never again will I let my guard down and leave it up to someone else. I'm telling you. When you told me there was another dad there, I thought this was your way of telling me I was off the show and you've replaced me with a better dad that was like ready to block the foul balls. No, he made us all look bad. I don't have to worry. Made us all look bad. Then he just like turned around and went back to his business. I'm like, you should be doing push ups or something. I don't know. Leave. Some sort of penance. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> just lower you your head your and car. march off this field <laughs> with the windows up yeah <laughs> you can't even 100 degrees in there sweat it out <laughs> i was appalled oh man that is all right so my She's reference okay. my reference was when we uh this would never have happened where i, where I played little league okay. because we had uh well might be not in the stadium, there was like a Babe Ruth stadium, then there was like a major stadium, and then yeah. there was like all the little league games. See, I don't understand any of those all words. Right, well, yeah, Babe Ruth was like thirteen <laughs> plus. I've heard it. I, I, yeah, thirteen heard plus. It. So, okay. so the way it was in my hometown, it was broken up like eight to twelve year olds, which is insane now looking back mm-hmm. on it. Eight year olds and twelve year olds on the same field. It is. Uh, that was little league. There was t ball below that. Now t ball starts at like three years old. It's nuts. Yep, kids it can't. Have, they don't. Have, it's way too young, in my opinion. But. Um, <laughs> 
should not be allowed to hold bats. No, they shouldn't That's... be able to hold metal bats, and they don't have. <laughs> they just don't have the physical agility and you know body whatever you want to make control to throw and run and catch. And then they just get overwhelmed, and then they're crying because they got hit in the right, face. Right, everybody with the screams ball. at them. Right, first time they hit it, run! Yeah, and they go the wrong way, and then somebody else is yelling at them something different. No, and like, but the, everybody over there is saying run, and you're saying no. I don't know what you. Okay, anywho, mm-hmm. okay. Majors was eight to twelve for the more skilled players, and the minor, and then and then Babe Ruth. But either of those big parks, any of those, these were like these had like walls and everything, and walls. they had announcers. And anytime the ball would go out of play, it was, and it usually would go back straight back and up and over mm-hmm. the the announcer. The guy on the announcer would say, "Please return all foul balls to the concession stand." Thank you, and that's all he would say. And then. All these kids would go tearing after the ball. Well, they were watching the whole time. And whoever got the ball and brought it back, you got a freeze pop. How would I know that from your childhood? I don't know. I didn't know if that was a uniform thing, like the freeze pop thing. Because I, I know um, I've seen it other places. But it was so a, we should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should implement that. We should. I mean, you threw it back poorly, I might You threw add. it back on the field? Um, I was, threw it to someone else. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. This guy, mm-hmm. you need to take his card away. Ah, oh, man, I know. Is, I'm still. I'm. I can't get over it. Like I, I really failed in in putting my trust in another dad. Yeah. To, to take the title of super dad. Yeah, you need to make sure that they earn that mm-hmm. through demonstration of appropriate skills. I mean, I could have backed them up. So what happened to the girl? Was she all right? Yeah, she was all right. And the sand took most absorbed most it of hit the her. Momentum. Well, it hit her like square in the ear. After bouncing off the sand? Uh, no, it bounced off the grass. Uh, but it okay. was spinning, you know, because they undercut yeah. it with the bat. Yeah. Right? So right. it was kind of unexpected when it, it hit the ground and just shot straight into her ear. Yeah, right. Uh. Um, yeah, that was shocking. So I, I will take a little bit of the blame because I could have I could have continued to move forward and thrown my body behind that, you know, backed him up. Yeah. I could have. But I didn't. I didn't. I never will I trust ever again. No, you are the superest of super dads. You should. So, so I did have a proud moment if I can toot my own horn a little bit. I, yeah, yes. Pride to sin, right? So my um, my son, I don't have high expectations for my children in their sports performance. They enjoy playing. I never really uh, demand results from them. Just their attention while they're playing. You know, no goofing around, pay attention to coach, right, et cetera. Right, right. Um, but he did well, you know, we did this exhibition game and it was super boring. The coaches made me do the, uh, the scorekeeping. I don't know what you call it in baseball. Yeah. The scorecard, like literally drawing on these little baseball diamonds. Yeah. Where people go, the strikes and the balls and all this kind of stuff. It's totally nuts. There's a lot of stuff going on. Both teams, keeping track of both teams. And, uh, our team was like, it was just strikeout, 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 strikeout. And then my son hit a home run. And then strike out, strike out. So that's my that's my claim to fame right there. Nice. nice. He he was he was beaming a little bit when he came off the field. Good. Yeah. Big. Uh, not too smug. Not too much of an inflated ego. Because even later, I said to him, "This is this was also a very proud moment." I said, um, "So in your next game, you know, maybe you should slow down, not hit so many home runs." And he goes, eh, "It probably won't happen all the time." And he goes, "Maybe it won't happen again at all." No, that's a pretty decent attitude. Yeah. He was being very realistic, right? 
you didn't give me the, I'm going to smash it out of the park every time I get up to the plate. No, uh, you said, that's good. maybe it's not going to happen at all, Dad. <laughs> all right. That's a little too defeatist. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't being down on himself. He was just like being realistic about it. He's like, right. You know, it might not happen again. He's been up at bat before. He knows. Uh, he knows the drill. Time. Yeah. It's kind of depressing when you look at uh, batting, hitting, what do they call them? Averages? Percentages? Batting average, yeah. Batting average? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Why are they called batting? I guess. Well, there's slugging okay. average also, but batting average. They're low. Oh, yeah. I mean, like 300 is good, right? Yeah. That's like awesome. Yeah. You get paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. for hitting a 300. Yeah. And it's also kind of a stupid number because it's not 300. It's 0.3. Right. 300 out of 1,000 just because they went to significant digits. It, it, all that stuff the sports people do with math drives me bonkers. Like, that's not okay. Why? Uh, well, how would you because it's not do three, it? they should, If it's 300, they should write it as 300, not 0. 0.300. That's not, it's not 300. Oh, okay. I understand. It's ridiculous. It's not even 300. It's bananas. It's not what it is. Yeah. Um, that's one in three, three at bats. Yeah, they you're right. Hit. It isn't even three hundredths. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. one in three is great. Yeah, one in three is great. If you're doing three out of ten. millions of dollars. Yeah. You, you you hit it one out of three times in a professional baseball game. Yeah. you're rich. Yeah, rich. You're filthy stinking rich. Yeah. It's amazing. I guess it applies to all leagues. If you can hit it, well, maybe the high school te- high school teams. Anyway, boring story. So it's weird. Uh, what else happened? So my daughter's team, I have a new favorite person, a new favorite girl on my daughter's team. Let's call her Michaela. My daughter's, yeah, my daughter's soccer team. We played, we played on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Rain. cool, but dry, but it turned out it to was. be like 40 and rainy. 40 and downpouring. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It was not downpouring for us, but it, it was did cold. On, on us for a little while. It did. It was dumping. Yeah. It was awful. It was cold. And, uh, my assistant coach had to be somewhere like right at the end. So he's like, all right, yeah, let's go start on time, which was fine. So we started and then we must have been up probably 10 nothing. <laughs> and the other coach calls, looks over. He's like, I'm going to call, I'm going to, are you about done? And I just promised, I just gone through the lineup for the next set of girls that was going out. So I'm like, ah, you got to give me in a minute, one, at least one more shift. And then, so we ended 15 minutes early and one of the girls comes up to me and she was like, wait, what, what are we doing? What's yeah, why happening? would you get in the game early? It doesn't Wh- make sense. Why? I, I would have let him play out. Uh, I had one girl on my team was like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Although that seems to be what she does every time, um, <laughs> which she's done in practice now and she's done it at the first game and now the second game, uh, which I don't like. I don't I have to figure out what to do with her. But she's <laughs> like, wait, Just we're wear done. a shirt that says no. And she was protesting. She's like, no, we're not done. I don't, I don't want to be done. We have 50. Why are we stopping early? She's really giving it to me. And I was like, you know, you're my new favorite, te- your new favorite person on the team. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. We are killing, we're kind of killing that team. Uh, and they were on the stop and it's cold. Everybody's cold. And she's like, what do you mean? Who's cold? And looks around and all the parents are in their cars already. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all of them. See? Sorry. Actually, no. They her, don't know how to dress with the weather. Yeah. Her dad was coming over to like talk to her and get her off the field or whatever. Just, you know, pick her up. It's, and I was like, and I introduced him like, sorry, t- tell her I'm sorry. It's just like, nobody wants to play anymore. It's too cold and everything. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. But she, she's good and she really loves it. So she's going to be, keep an eye on her. I think, you know, there's some, aspect of this whole mercy rule thing but 
okay, so you scored so many goals, the other team doesn't feel so great about themselves. But then I would focus on the, like, look, no one's getting a trophy from this. No one's winning some huge money, right? We're just playing. Yeah. Talk to the other kids. All this score bravado is just me on the show, not on the field. I never do any of this. It's it's me. They're like, like, what's the score? I'm like, it's 1-1. They haven't scored. (laughs) Like, it's 1-1. What I would not do is say if we if we end this game 15 minutes early, all these kids that I promised game time to yeah are going to get cut short. Like they're on my rotation schedule, they're waiting to play a new position they haven't done yet, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like, yeah. You can just end the game. Like what are you talking about? All right, so maybe it's raining and the field's ruined. No, you already started this. Just play it out. I, that would drive me nuts. Yeah, I would not do that. I mean, I, I, no. I know, I, and I agree with you, but I, you're kind of over a barrel when, like, the all the parents are looking at you. The other coach no. is like, "We're done. What am I going to do?" No, they, they can no, wait. you get yeah, out there. Look right at them and be like, "They're going to play. These kids are going to finish the game. They came to play. You should have brought some trash bags and prepared for this." It's ridiculous. No, I would not put up with it. I'd send them an angry email afterwards, being like, "Don't you dare try to take away the time that they came here to have." Just because you don't like it. Yeah. You're cold. Go sit in your car. These girls came here to play. They're going to play. I come know. to the practice. I, I don't come you. to the games. I mean, I, I tell them. The other, the other problem here is like it, it was – it was, it gets uncomfortable. And the problem here is like we coached our team to spread out and to not bunch up on the ball. And there were so right. many times I was like bringing my team over. I'm like, look at what's happening right there. What do you guys see? And they're like, oh, all the, they're all bunched up on the ball. I'm like, exactly. And where is – you know? So and so on our team. Where's Beth? You know, oh yeah, she's wide open. And watch this. Sure enough. Oh, uh, see that? Tessa just kicked it to Beth. And now where's Beth kicking? Well, she kicked it wide, but she could have kicked it right in the goal because she, you know, <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm like, cause that did happen mm-hmm. a bunch, but, uh, right. but yeah, like it's so, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn. And, but at some point you're like, those girls are not getting coached as well. They are old enough now to understand they're not getting, the fundamentals of coaching, like I, th- I mean, I totally outcoach that other. T- yeah, this is under eight girls soccer. I get it, but like, <laughs> what do I do? Like, how, how do you? I don't know what to do about. it. I mean, of course, we, you know, you guys have to do passes and stuff. You slow it down a little bit, but and there was one girl on their team. I think was getting frustrated with everything because she kept trying mm-hmm. to. Play. She was getting more and more aggressive as the game went on. Uh, I don't know. I feel bad. But oh, so on. And in a related note to this, you're not going to give me an answer. What should I do? What should you do? Is you just keep playing wrong? them. Just keep, no, playing. Just keep just crushing everybody. Crush it's fine. Them. You know, trade your offer to help the other coaches, right? Go hang out with them. Be like, maybe you should do this next practice, right? Your girls look terrible. Yeah. Right? That, that, You're that, obviously that, doing yeah. a bad job. It's your fault. Like, their performance reflects on you. Uh, yeah. Make yeah. them cry. Make the coach cry, not the kids. Um. This made me think of another thing, which is which was my search this season for an assistant coach that I could uh, not strangle. That's amazing. And I got one. That you get to right? pick, you know, yeah. he's, he's great. I love him. But we had to ask someone to come back. And I asked a lot of people off-season to coach. I said, you need to coach. You're good at this, right? And the dilemma I had is is I'm – I really think, you know, as we push for more of these these gender mixing issue things, right, I would like to see more of the moms coaching their sons as well as dads coaching their daughters, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I, what, I, what I see a lot is dads coaching daughters and sons. And now you all have different reasons for this, right? But I know three different women 
who are mothers, who played soccer in college and would make great coaches. I yeah. mean, everybody would make a great coach if you just put some time into it. You really don't need to know that much about soccer. You can stay ahead of the kids very easily. You're way smarter than they are. You read a few things. <laughs> you lay some smart. cones on the ground. You have the internet. You demonstrated. You, you hit the internet. You oh, demonstrated drills. knowledge yeah. on soccer. And you're better at it than they are. Like, you're better at learning things than they are. You get there, you prep, you do things before they arrive, you demonstrate a drill, even if you're terrible at it and you can't do it, they can do it, right? They can do it better than you. I don't know why I can't get the moms to coach. This is interesting. I haven't thought about this before, but you're right. Like, why the, is it all like men? The, the pro soccer player, like the girls that played soccer in college that are now moms of their children, they all gave me different, you know, I don't have time. Like, huh. you're at the game already. Yeah. You're here. Your yeah. son is playing. On my team. You would make a great coach. I could use the help. We need more volunteers. Please do it. No. Huh. All right. I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, I do know of three. Actually, the woman, Mary, that you ride bikes with, uh, she mm -hmm. she coaches at some level. <laughs> that was there the, are That was funny. Yeah, there are a handful. Yeah, I watched handful. her coach. And then the week later, her husband was there because she had, wasn't there or whatever. And mm -hmm. he couldn't keep the kids under control. It was funny. She had right. them under control. Mm -hmm. So I know of her. You know what's funny, though, is last year we had some helpers that were wanted to coach. And it's the high school girls want to be involved. Why yes. wouldn't they become moms? Don't they want to be anymore? <laughs> well, maybe maybe that will happen. Huh. Now, maybe the maybe the previous generation didn't have that experience. Uh, yeah, maybe. My, and I know my Grace's a couple seasons ago, uh, Grace's head coach was a woman. And she still coaches. She coaches several different teams in she town. She st still is a woman as well. Yeah, we, well, yeah. Um, but she coaches... <laughs> She coaches. She coaches at junior high. She coaches lacrosse or uh, field hockey or something. But we we actually uh, we didn't talk to her directly. But uh, she makes a better coach for older kids than she does for the, the young kids. She's a little <laughs> hard on them. Like she, her expectations are a little high for the mm, six year old. Um, um, so I, you know, I don't want to overgeneralize and say none of the moms do it. But my, it's definitely more dad centric. And yeah. Uh, there could be various reasons why, but if you're a mom or a dad listening to the show and you've, and you don't think you can do it, that doesn't matter. Go check out your league, especially if they're volunteer oriented, right? The rec leagues, ask them if they need the help. Go in there and be like, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I've got some time. Do you think I can do this? Do you have any resources I can use? Do you need the help? And if they say, no, we've got like four dozen awesome coaches. I think we're all set. And be like, okay, you know, I just wanted to ask. But even so, when you go to your practices, ask your coach. Hang out. I, I, Every practice, people get out of their car. They say hello. Most of them don't get out of their car. And they're like, okay, you know, when does it end again? They always ask, right? So when should I be back? <laughs> we'll end at seven. <laughs> and, like, and, and then I stop them like, well, you're welcome to stay. Like, what are you going to go do? They're like, well, I'm going to go make dinner. <laughs> you know, it's always, I'm going to go home and enjoy myself for another hour and huh. have a nice dinner. And then I'm going to come back and get my kid. I'm like, all right. Guess could you bring me some food? I'm starving. Like <laughs> I'm here running this practice, and I haven't eaten anything yet. So, so I just enjoy yourself. I just googled home. why women don't coach, and there are a lot of current articles. There's one here from March 31st, 2017. <laughs> why, why women don't coach? There's a quora thing, and there's a lot of it. A lot of it is uh, decline of women's coaches. Why women aren't coaching men's hoop? D1 hoops? Why mm -hmm. men's teams in general? 
Wow. So this is a, and there's a whole Quora thing on this. Why is it common for men to coach women in sports, but rare for women to coach men? Right. And hmm. see, I think it would make a great thing. Like, cause it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like I would listen. Even as a kid, I feel like I would listen to a woman better than I would a man. Hmm. I guess it depends on your, your whole mother father thing growing up, but, uh, and we've talked about, you know, we talk about this in the workplace and stuff, and 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 that's it's not a pay issue because I ain't getting paid <laughs> right? oh, for for coaches. Yeah, no, we're all doing. And nobody's this for, nobody's hiring me, so I'm getting right, I'm doing right. it for volunteer. They'll take any warm body. All yeah. you can do is volunteer. They're always looking you're, for you're in. Yeah, they're always light on them. Wow, I don't know why uh, I never even thought about this. <laughs> you hadn't thought about it before. It's weird. I, mean, I know we talked about it. At least me trying to recruit people, and mm-hmm. I'd. Personally, I'd like to see the mix. Like, I would love when my when my daughter moves up a bit in the ranks, I don't want to coach her team. I would like to be the assistant coach to a woman coach. And I'm deliberately saying this. I'm, I'm, I'm in deliberately thinking this way because I want it to be structured that way. Mm-hmm. More along the lines of all the stuff you'll yell at me for, right? But why not? It's just the thing to do, right? It, because it's Because it's flipped the other way for the boys, I might as well... I think it would be neat just to let them have, to let it be that way and and to let them see, to let the girls see, right? That I, it's perfectly fine for a man to help a woman, right? Maybe they don't get that enough. Maybe they don't, maybe it's always like, oh, the men are always in charge. And uh, anything I can do to help not perpetuate, plus being the assistant's a little bit easier. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> And I would help in any way that I can. I mean, that's sometimes I like being, I like being the assistants uh, to the baseball coaches unofficially and I'll, you know, I'll shag balls. I'll go whatever. That sounds weird. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like being an assistant too. I'm not even going to address that. I like being an assistant too, because it's more, I don't know the sport of soccer. Like I never played soccer. I want somebody that like knows and has a passion for the game. Like I don't, I don't right. watch it. I don't have like, I don't really like watching it. No. I don't. Um, me neither. So I'm just like, yeah, I want somebody that knows soccer better. Uh, so eh, I don't know, but, but you can still, uh, yeah. but, but mm-hmm. then, you know, but then, I don't, but the kids respond to me well. I like, I'm, I hate, you know, I'm a good coach for six and seven year olds and whatever. I've, I had good <laughs> response when I did baseball with my son. I have good response from parents and stuff when I'm doing the, the girls soccer. Uh, I, I feel like I have good response from the kids, my teams. I'm not going to say they're successful because we're not really measuring on that at all, but I feel that they're successful and that the kids have fun playing. And actually this, one of his parents just came back to me, uh, came talking to my wife on the sidelines over the weekend. And she was like, yeah, they moved here. So, so her daughter played with me in the fall. She's like, yeah, before that, she was like, just ambivalent about it. She's like, yeah, whatever. And then now she's like, oh yeah, it's great on that team. I like being on that team. And I just, she loves soccer now because of her experience in the fall. So that, that's what I think is a good measure is that the kid wants to come back and wants to keep playing. So I thought we measured it by how many gift cards you got at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many Dunkin' <laughs> Donuts coffee cards I get, uh, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but <laughs> it, no, no, but it's, it's like, I don't really, I'm not really doing anything other than paying attention to what the kids are doing, seeing how they respond to what the drills we have right. and mass soccer. We've said before, it gives us all the drills. So it's like yep. not hard. So yes, I agree with Randy. If you're listening and you're like, I don't know how to oh, coach. Hi. 
there are soccer practices out there. There's baseball practice, all kinds of resources for parents to get involved. You can take a day mm-hmm. clinic and get all kinds of things involved. Get out there. Don't be, don't be overwhelmed by your coach. Yeah. And don't, and here's the other thing, which is sort of nervous with me. Cause I'm like, how do I like discipline other kids, people's kids or, you know, mm. uh, scold other people's kids or, you know, tell them how to do things that are wrong. I'm always shy about that. Uh, but never have I once had a problem where a parent complained about anything that I did that was overbearing. Um, the parents tend to love it, which yeah, is strange. But my new technique say. lately, though, I've been giving them the silent treatment. The kids? Yeah. Because they – Both. The kids the, – the kids, eh, there's 12 of them. You have a smaller team. I got 12 kids yeah. to deal with here, right? I have 10 now. And they yeah. will start chattering and chattering and goofing around and pushing each other when I'm trying to explain a drill or do whatever. And I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. I want to get through the words and get playing, right? And now, instead of like yelling at them, because you raise your voice, it gets louder and louder and louder and they still don't hear you. They're, they're too – entrenched in their little their little world so i just stop and i just kind of sit there sometimes i sit on the ground and i just look at them and then all the kids get nervous right and they all start telling their friends like Shh, come on listen to coach why aren't you listening to the coach and they start you know scolding each other and they all look at me and then i still give them a little bit of time and i look at all of them in the eye one by one and i say are we ready to play and they say yes coach i say are we ready to listen yes coach and then I start over. Yeah. And then we just repeat that until we get all the way through it. Yeah. It works really well. It's very strange. Uh, it's also more, it's less stressful than just making your voice louder and louder because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. Everybody. <laughs> but yeah, if you just put some thought into it, do some prep work, yeah. you can do it. And that's all it is. Like you, if you show up to practices without anything in mind, it's going to be pure chaos. Kids are going to get hurt. You know, if you're not paying attention to the individual kids and their needs. Uh, so one anecdote from the game this weekend, right? I didn't realize one of the kids on my team has never played before. I don't know how I didn't know this. <laughs> I didn't notice it in practice. Like I noticed he was lacking in skill a little bit. Yeah. But, but he wasn't. He. I didn't notice his experience because we hadn't played a game. We played in the game and his lack of experience showed through. Where to the point where he was literally, he'd get the ball on defense and he'd turn around and he'd kick it straight at his own goal. Oh, no. Like every single time. It was like he was passing it to the goalie or something. I'm like, whoa, what's going on, dude? Like, so I kept telling him from the sideline, I said, you know, bring it. I, I kept yelling, like, sideline to him, sideline, bring it to the sideline. And he's making this puzzled look at me. Like, I could see the confusion on his face. And I try not to yell at the kids during the game. And what would happen is he'd kick the ball into the middle of the net and then he'd come, he'd kick the ball at his own net and then he'd go running to the sideline. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going, okay, this is not working. I, if it dawned on me while I'm looking at him behave this way and I'm yeah. like, okay, I gotta just, I'll, you know, wait till he comes off the field. I'll try to talk to him. I talked to him off the field. It was still too stressful. So to practice, I pulled him aside to practice and I said, I said, look, to Williger, <laughs> you and I, I think we're, weren't, on the same wavelength during the game. You know, I was talking to you and I don't think we were understanding each other about what I meant. Let me show you exactly what I meant. Yeah. I wanted you to bring the ball with you to the sideline to get it farther away from our own goal. Right. 
and then pass it up the sideline to the right. forwards. And he goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you see, because if we turn around and look that way, that's your goal. We don't want the ball in there. <laughs> you turn around and look this way, that's like their goal in the other direction. Yeah. So let's go that way. He's right. like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. So you got you to be attentive, right? You got to understand each individual kid's needs. And that's that's a big challenge. Yeah. Uh, but it's worth it. It's fun. You do some prep work. You make yourself some laminated little field cards with name tags. Make some spreadsheets for rotations and track the time. No parent is ever going to complain about <laughs> field time with me because I have it mapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to complain with me either. I don't have it mapped like you do, but uh, <laughs> I am keeping track. I'm keeping track of who's played goalie and whatnot. So rotate them through. I used to worry that when I showed them the map, they would complain that one kid got less. And, but I'm like, this is impossible. There's no way to fix this. Like right. someone's always going to have less time. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. And uh, the other thing that I really like about the coaching is, is probably my favorite thing is when you see the kids around town and not yep. as you're coaching, you know, you just see them, whatever, in the grocery store or playing around. They say, coach. Hey, coach. And you're like, hey, how you Let's doing? Let's go, coach. You know? yeah. And they're like, it's all this you weird. Tie your thing. shoe to where like yeah. Yeah. What did we talk about? Oh, one other coaching tip. Here, here, here's my here's a pro tip. <laughs> Tape their laces. <laughs> two, no, no, no. Two seasons ago, I was assistant coach for a guy, and he he would go through something once, but then he would never tell them what to do again. He would always mm-hmm. ask them, "Okay, Twilliger, right. where are you supposed to be? Okay, where do we line up on a throw-in? Okay, now it's a goal kick. Who, where are we supposed to be for a throw-in?" and and then, you know, he would coach them through it, but he always made them think it out. So this is right. my, uh, my, my, my tip is that don't, don't just tell them. Cause like you said, you know, you told him where to go on the sideline and, but he still didn't, still didn't get there. Then afterwards you'd be like, then you got to think it through. So mm-hmm. always ask him. I think that's just a general teaching thing. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, it's probably a teaching thing, but I'd like to, well, also you can make some things. It is hard to do. You make things, some things repetitive though, right? So I, I only introduce a handful of like maybe one new thing each practice. All the rest is a yeah, repeat. It's a good idea. You yep. mix it together. So the beginning of practice is always the same warm up, and I let the kids lead. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What are we doing next? You Terwilliger. Yeah. Pick the next warm up. Yeah. Know, we usually do a footwork, right? Yep. Toe touches, side to side, that kind of thing. And uh, they get to pick them. They start to remember. They get excited about it. They want to pick the next one. Uh, and they know that once they know the drills, it's practice, 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 practice. And then we introduce a new one pretty rarely. Uh, or I should say one new thing each week. Yeah. Kind of kind of at most. Otherwise, it's just a mix of everything else. But yeah, ask them the questions, make them answer. Where should you be? Which way should you throw the ball? Should you throw the ball into that guy over there? No, yes, no. I, uh, you know, they all yell. Right, it's fun. Right. You're all wrong. <laughs> Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.